It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Hello. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. I like that black t-shirt tonight. You like my Yeezy t-shirt? I know. It's a very popular thing these days. Well, Kanye. It's Kanye. I love love me some Kanye. I know. Our lovely producer, Jill, is very proud of her shoes. She's got some Yeezys on her feet right now. I know. She constantly tells me those are the shoes to wear. She's scared to wear them on the street, though, because she's afraid she's going to get tackled. (laughs) Are you serious? Well, people will will tackle you for your shoes. I wear Adidas. Depends on what neighborhood you're walking around in. But thank you for being with us tonight. We're talking love, dating, romance. Our phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. So make sure you call us up. That is us. You had a good day today. I had a very good day, good ping pong. What about you? Uh, I went to a therapist today. Oh, you finally went yes. to that wonderful person I recommended to you, actually. You did recommend her, and yes. you were so right on. So listen, I haven't been in therapy for a long time. It's been at least 10 years. And I, I'm not at all private about the fact that I suffer from anxiety. Um, I have since I was a, probably 12 years old. Um, I think I was diagnosed then. Uh, anxiety comes in and out of my life mm-hmm. in stages, in waves. And for the last, I don't know, six months, it's been not going away. Yeah. And it's been real stressful. And um, so I needed a therapist because I haven't been to one forever. And I do, it, that process of finding a therapist that works for you is impossible and I didn't feel like therapy shopping forever so you recommended this woman who is amazing like the moment yes. I met her I knew I was with the right person so thank you for that but I want to tell you You're most welcome yes I want to tell you uh, how that all went yeah yeah um, because it was a very emotional day <laughs> <laughs> but we'll discuss that when we come back on the rendezvous Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon. Angie. I owe you uh, a huge debt of gratitude. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, We were discussing before the break that you referred me to this amazing therapist. I did. A lovely, lovely woman. I've decided to give therapy a try again. Um, uh, However, I did realize that I've never really given it a try. Mm -hmm. I have gone to therapy, but every time I've gone, I think I've gone for maybe three sessions and for me, it's so emotionally exhausting that I just don't want to go back sometimes mm-hmm. because I, I don't my way of dealing with, uh, you know, I had a really traumatic childhood and my upbringing. Oh, God, I'm going to get choked up now. <laughs> um, but my way of dealing with things a lot of times has just to be to be like sweep it under the rug and forget about it, mm-hmm. because sometimes if you think about it and you try to study it, it's living through it again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's what's been hard about going to therapy. Maybe I just wasn't strong enough to go through it before. Well, so, maybe not ready. Or not ready. Um, but then in that, I've realized that I haven't dealt with a lot of things uh, from my past. And so my therapist was like, you not only have anxiety, but you have PTSD, mm-hmm. which I never considered because to me, when you think of PTSD, you think of uh, a, a veteran of mm-hmm. war, yeah. you know, somebody that's been through war. I've never equated that on an emotional level. And, um, you know, tr- trauma is trauma. And you can still be stressed about it. It can still affect your life many years later, which is what I'm dealing with. So a lot of those things, the way I've dealt with problems sort of um, overlaps into my relationships. Of and, course. and, you know, they say that your childhood and, and the people that you see, their relationship is um, the sort of the, the blueprint for how you're going to be in relationships. Absolutely. And if you grew up in a very toxic environment, that's you not... You are a, intoxicated. You're intoxicated. Yeah. yeah. Um, so growing up where there was a lot of screaming and, and physical abuse and um, verbal abuse, it's not a good thing to bring into any aspect of your life with your friendships, 
uh, with your relationships, marriage, when you have your own kids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just trying to, you know, we have a lot of work to do. Um, And she said that, you know, I have to come every week, which I'm cool with. That's the way it goes. My sister does it too. Yeah, I do it too. Once a you week, you do you do it once a week. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't I, know that. that yeah, you go once, once a week. week. Do you yeah. go to see the same therapist? No, no. no. I was going to say that's a conflict of interest. No, what if I, I want to complain about you one day? <laughs> no, I, I don't. She's never, not my therapist. Never, never. No, no. I have a one in in France. I call him. You call him. I call him once. There a week. There you go. I call him once a and week. And does it feel better for you to call and talk to him every time you talk to him? You feel better? Yeah. No, it feel better. I mean, I've I've talked to him for thirty years. So when you call so, him, so okay, so this is a, a question I have for you because yeah. I've never been with a therapist, like I said, more than three sessions. Yeah, I'm sure there comes a point where you've discussed everything from your childhood and blah blah blah. So when you talk to your therapist every week now, are you just telling him, "Hey, this week I did this, and this no, is no, how no. I'm feeling about this"? Sometimes, but mostly there's two sides of the subconscious. There is the dreams, which yeah. are the message of your subconscious, and you can't know what it means unless a shrink explains to you. So I write down my dreams. The other thing is every week something happens during, and emotionally. Yeah. And that's what I talk about. Plus that relates to your childhood. Mm-hmm. But my shrink said, he's an older gentleman, late 70s, and he said, it takes years to build up the madness. Mm-hmm. It takes years to clean the madness. Mm-hmm. But every little, every little uh, part of that madness that you release at the shrink is gone forever. So... You repeat it over and over, and one time it's never on your heart, and you feel. God, that's I why I feel that so light. People say, "How do you do it?" <laughs> you are, I've and done you the are. Work. You you carry yourself with such a lightness and an energy that's just so relaxed and positive. And it, is it because of therapy? It, oh well, it, first of all, because I had wonderful parents, wonderful, easygoing, relaxing, protective parents. Yes. So I owe them all. That's... But my mom introduced me to therapy at thirteen mm-hmm. to the doctor Sadia. That's his name. And then he gave me a chance to clean the past and kiss the future. Kiss the future. That really was the message. Yeah. And that's why I encourage, you know, anybody who needs help to go to therapy mm-hmm. and not be ashamed, not be afraid. It's on your conversation. It's the best conversation sometimes that will change your lifetime. I'm so grateful to you for that. And cleaning the past. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if the mop and the bucket hold enough soap and water <laughs> for all the cleaning That's I have to do. That's why they have uh, the tissues at the shrink, right? Oh, my. This is the first thing I did. I grabbed the tissues. And before <laughs> I even started talking, the tears were flying out of my face. So, yeah. oh, thank God for therapy. Yes. I'm so grateful. Just knowing that I get to go there every week already sort of makes me feel better yeah, You have an appointment. You have a yeah. place to talk to. You I've know it's there and she's s- waiting for you. Something to look forward to so I'm not unloading on my friends and family all the time. Or Jason. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that poor thing. Poor punching bag of a husband that I have. <laughs> all right. When we come back, let's switch gears. No more sad, okay? I want to be happy. Yeah. And we're going to do some emails. Let's go do Bonjour Simon Marcel. Yes, let's do that. When, Bonjour. Yes, when we return on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can go on our website anytime, simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. Send us an email. If you have a question, if you need some advice, we'll read it on the air. Yes. Like we will now for Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> this comes to us from Shauna from Bear Lake, Delaware. She says, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Shauna. I'm recently divorced and getting back into the dating world. And I've been on dates with a few different men who have asked me why my marriage ended. I'm not really sure how to answer that question. Truth is, I cheated on him after feeling neglected for years. And he found out and left me. But I don't think that's what a guy wants to hear on a first date. So what's the appropriate response to that question? Well, I would question why they're asking you that on the first date anyway. They're asking because they may feel or, or you know, smell the unspoken that something happened to her. 
So I would say to Shauna, I would just say, you know, the fire disappeared. You know, it was a sad ending. Keep and I'm it happy. vague. Keep it vague. You do, should not tell that story until you guys are together, you know, and you can trust the person. I think it's nobody's business. I think that everybody has the right to make mistakes. I would just say the fire is gone, you know, the everything we went grew away. Apart. And it, yeah, and it was a sad ending and I'm glad I'm now single again and I'm, you know, and then you move on. People are really nosy. And then I mean, it's you under- return the question again and yeah. you say what about you? How come you still Your single? Your last relationship. Yeah, how about you last relationship and yeah. you take the strong seat. People can be really nosy and not realize what that's puts on someone to have to answer that question. And I agree with you, Simon, 100% on what you said. You got to keep it surface. We're talking about a first date. You don't have to get no, super deep exactly. on anything. Absolutely not. First date is all about getting a feel for each other. Right. And never you know? talk about something you're not comfortable talking about. No, if you don't feel it, don't say it. Exactly. Great advice, Simon. Thank you, Angie. Person is a stranger after all, still. Yes, it is. <laughs> all right. More of the rendezvous when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Bonjour. It is time to play our favorite game, Date or or Dump. Dump. Okay, Date or Dump, where you send us an email at simonandangie.com if you have a question whether or not you should continue to date someone or dump them. Mm -hmm. This comes to us from Derek from Skokie, Illinois. He says, hi guys, I'm gay. I'm seeing a guy who's still in the closet. So much so that he actually has a girlfriend. Uh, He says he likes me better, but he's never going to come out or leave his girlfriend. I really like him, and I don't know what to do. I feel like he wants me to live this secret life. Should I date or dump him? Your jaw is dropped, Simon. You look like, whole. why, what? (laughs) So he's dating a guy. He's in the closet, has a girlfriend, he says he's not leaving. I mean, what do you think, Simon? It's unfortunate. It is it's unfortunate. unfortunate. People don't leave their true love and don't give a chance to what they really want to do. There's so many layers reason, yeah, to this. I mean, maybe is it possible that he isn't really gay or he is, I mean, bisexual, but he is with a girl. He wants to be with a girl, but he's on the down low and just wants to keep the guy around, even though he still likes the girl. Is that possible? I mean, it is possible. I just think that um, when I'm talking about love, not just, you know, the hooking up part, I, I think... I don't know if you can love both the same way. That's mm. that's so. Well, that's like loving two people at the same time, yeah, regardless of their gender. Exactly, being in love at the same time. So I would say no. So I would not continue. So you say dump. Dump. I would I say dump. Agree. Yes. I okay. say dump. We both say dump. However, yeah. this is very deep, and I want to talk more about it. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's. There's many layers about this. So many way. layers. Let's dig into Derek's uh, date or dump call a little bit more, uh, or email, I should say, a little bit more when we come back on the rendezvous. Welcome back to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we just had this amazing date or dump email. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Derek was saying that he's gay. He's seeing a guy who's still in the closet, so in the closet that he still has an actual girlfriend and says he likes him, but he's never going to come out and he's never going to leave his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. suggested that he dumps him because why but, would you want to like live in secrecy for the rest of your life? He has no future in the shadow. Right. I, you know, it's it's regardless of the gender, regardless, it's the fact that you're leaving in the shadow, uh, people people in Paris live on in back street or on back street. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a mistress of somebody's married, and it's a different culture. But in the case of Derek, he wanted more. So I, I just think that if you want more in life, things have to be clear, transparent, and in the sunshine. And I think that's the at the bottom of it all. Like you said, it doesn't matter the situation. If you want something that the other person isn't giving you, why are you still there? Because and they're telling you straight up, 
I'm never going to change. This is not going to change. My situation isn't going to change. Why are you still here? Sometimes it's hard for people to let go. Um, yeah, they have feelings. It, and it's, it's a conversation we had earlier, you and I, about uh, when you're in a toxic relationship. Right. It's kind of like that. So, you know, the, the third wheel is maybe have, you know, some ooh-la-la with that one of the, the, the partner or one of the, the, the person in a, in a relationship, but they suffer. I would be curious to know if his boyfriend, if the girl knows that he's gay and that he's got a lover on oh, the side. I bet you not. You don't think so? No. Because hmm. as a woman, okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. You're a woman... Uh, let's say you're single, you mm-hmm. date a man, he mm-hmm. tells you, you know, I also sleep with men. How do you feel? Um, I I don't know. That's a great question because I've never been in that situation. Um, what would be your gut reaction, your in- intuition? Uh, uh, my competitive nature would probably come out <laughs> and be like, I want to be the winner in this situation. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I would be real curious and maybe my interest would be piqued. Like, what can we do with this situation? Oh, like This could be fun. This... I don't know. I mean, I think, you know... You mean that, menage à trois? Perhaps. I don't know. But in the case of... Um, it's like who you love at that moment, right? When even if you're who you desire, who, who you, you desire, who you want to be with. I mean, I think love comes in many shades of of gray and rainbow and black and white. And you sure. know, um, I think love is love is love, as they say. But I mean, I've been with women before. Um, I am I married. Yeah, I've okay. been, I, I mean, I don't know many girls who haven't at least messed around a little bit, but. Um, but you just one time or a few few times a, a in your life? A couple of times. I've dipped my toe in the lady pool a couple of times, if I'm being honest. But, uh, but you know, I love yes. my husband. I fell in love with my husband. That's not to say that I couldn't have fallen in love with a woman. I just didn't. Exactly. When something is in the dark, something is in the shadow, something is or in the fridge, you know, like like being stayed and in, in, in frozen until you take it out, you, you got to watch out for those things. Would you have an issue if a woman came to you? And you were dating, and you really liked her, and she was also with a woman in, as well. I, I feel like at some point you got to choose, like who you want to be with, not not which side, not not male or female. I just feel like you have to pick a person to be with and stop putting. Well, it's about the exclusive. Yeah, you know, I'm French, so I start exclusive at the first French kiss. Yeah. So there's no room for either a woman or a man. I'm exclusive with so many people, then, if that's the case, <laughs> and I don't know if they know. But, <laughs> but in my case, you know, so because like, the exclusivity starts so early on, there's no room for that. It's, I like all or nothing, Angie, when I come to date. That, all or hey, nothing. That's because you love, you know, with your whole heart and your whole soul, and that's it. That's and amazing. In my body, it just it's all or nothing. I do not. I'm not. I don't share I want it. it all or nothing. So yes, exactly. So that's. Do you love my singing, or do you want nothing no, to do with uh, it? No, not only I love it, but I'm glad because we're gonna sing a song oh, no. in a few weeks that you and I are working on. Terrible singer. No, you're a great singer. This we're gonna a have a little duet, like Angie and idea. Simon duet. What are we gonna sing? We're gonna sing redemption song. Redemption song. Because because you remember like the, the like is it who from Bob Marley? Bob Marley. But we're gonna you're gonna do Beyonce and I'm gonna do Eddie Vedder. Oh wow! That version. Are we smoking before we do this? Or? I don't smoke. You can smoke if you want okay. to. Okay. And a then Bob so Marley song. You don't want to miss this duet, Angie oh. and Simon. You do. You do you, want to miss. No, this duet. it's gonna be a fabulous <laughs> song, and we have we Jordan. Also joining us. Uh, Jordan is our assistant producer, producer. and he's also a hip-hop artist. A genius. So is is our producer Jill also going to be uh, on? She, she, she might sing a little bit of, of the, 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 the 
the thing in the middle. How the do you hook, the yeah. chorus. Yeah, yeah. Jill's, so, Jill's so quiet. I don't, I don't see this happening. Uh, it's gonna happen. She's gonna so be background vocals with a tambourine. Yeah, we're gonna exactly. We're gonna do a ooh la la uh, uh, production. Oh boy, there so, goes all our listeners that we had. We've lost them all. <laughs> They're all gone. Sorry, our hot radio. But what a song. But what a song to remember. A duet. A duet. I like it. Okay, cool. More of The Rendezvous when we come back with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We were talking about uh, someone who had written in saying that they were gay in a relationship with a man who Mm -hmm. has a girlfriend and is not leaving the girlfriend but still wants the guy on the side. I'm like, well, he's bisexual. I don't know what's going on. Is this a deal breaker? Should he stay? Mm -hmm. Um, And so somebody wants to talk about that. Let's go to the phone from Downingtown, Pennsylvania. Say hello to Regina. Hi, Regina. Hi, guys. Hi, Regina. Good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, I was listening to Simon and Angie talking about uh, the guy that was seeing another guy while he was uh, with a girlfriend and uh, he was trying to keep it a secret. And I Uh just wanted to call in and say I was in the same situation. I'm bisexual and uh, I was seeing a girl and she wanted to stay in the closet and wanted to keep us a secret. She wait, was she with um, a man? Was she dating a man at the time? No, she was just um, she just wanted to keep it a secret. Okay, so you were both just, you were exclusive, but she didn't want to tell anybody, and and how did you deal with that? Um, I found it to be a strain on our relationship because I really wanted to, you know, show our love to everyone and be free and hold hands in public and go to her family, you know, gatherings, and I had to be just represented as her friend. So, no, we advise to um, not continue the relationship because nothing grows in the shadow. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, that's hard, I'm sure, to deal with, Regina, but it sounds like you moved on, and I hope you're happy now. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's better to be free, let me just say that, because then you feel like the person respects you. and It's a metaphor for better. everything in life, I think. It's better to be free. Always better to be free. Just be you. Yeah. You know what? I feel like the biggest freedom in the world, the most freeing thing, is being honest and yourself, authentic, 100. I agree. Yes. 100%. And that's the best way to live your life. Yes, I agree. All mm-hmm. right, Regina, thank you so much for your call and your perspective. We appreciate it, and thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, more. Regina. Thank you. More when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon mm. and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Want... Bonjour, bonsoir. In the Oulala Studios, talking love, romance, and let's talk dating. Mm-hmm. Simon, you're the single man on the show. I am. Looking for love. True love. So you are going on dates. I am. I want to know, what are some of the go-to questions that you ask women on a first date? You've never met them before. What You're trying to get to know them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes a, a date can feel kind of like a job interview. <laughs> um, so what are some of the things that you ask women when you're on a date with them? So let's say I go on a date with you. Uh-huh. Let's say you were single for a second, okay? Mm-hmm. So I would say, uh, you know, hi, how are you, blah, blah, blah. And at one point I would say, you know... Um, um, what have you learned from men in your life? Ooh, that's a deep one. Yeah, what I, have I learned from men in my life? I would laugh at you. So what have you learned from men in your life? Boy, oh gosh. Um, I, I have so many like smarty pants answers for that, to, to that <laughs> question that I probably can't even say on the radio. But um, I, I probably have learned uh, a lot of my strength from the men in my life, how to... Um, take some emotion out of dealing with my problems. You men are so good at that. Mm-hmm. And women, like, we immediately go to the emotion, and, and sometimes we can get irrational with our feelings because of it, because we're, we're consumed. So men are really good at compartmentalizing things. And 
you know, this stays here and this is over here and I'm not going to be emotional about it. So I would say I learned that from men. But um, there's a whole bunch of questions. Yeah, I have many more. Yeah, I mean, and I want to ask you these and let's play a little like dating game. Like you and I are on a date. Okay. And then we're going to ask each other some of these questions that we found online. The best questions to ask on a first date to really get to know someone. Here we go. Me and you are on a date when we come back on the (laughs) rendezvous. It's on. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we're talking about first dates and really getting to know people on a first date. Sometimes, like I said, it can feel like a job interview Mm -hmm. when you're on a first date with somebody. It can be awkward. So we have like the list of questions in the back pocket that we're ready to ask. Um, (laughs) I'm going to ask you some questions, Simon. Let's pretend you and I are on a date. Okay. Okay. So, hi, Simon. Bonjour. Bonjour, Angie. Hello. Hello. You look very nice tonight. I love your shoes. Love the outfits. Thank you. Oh, that's good. Love the shoes. Love the outfit. Always love. So let me ask you a question. Um, What uh, would you say, how would your friends describe you if you, if I was talking to your friends and I wanted to know more about Simon, what would they say about Simon? They would say a big heart, very reliable, says, always do what he says and says what he does. I love that. That would be me. You do what you say and you say what you do. Always. That's me as a friend. What about you? What would your girlfriend say about you? That's a great question. I, I like it, right? Yep. Because um, then you have to be honest because you would say all these great things about yourself, but your friends, they know you better. My yep. friends would say I'm emotional. <laughs> uh, I did when uh, was, I was in my girlfriend's wedding a couple weeks ago. She gave us all these uh, little purses, and she had things inscribed on the inside, a little saying to each one of her friends, very personal. Right. And she said to my passionate Angie. So I'm a passionate person. You are passionate. So I'm passionate about my work. I'm passionate about my family. I'm passionate about my friends, my relationships, everything, so basically. I would have another question for you. I would say, Angie, and let's say you, so you're single, but you have Anna, right? Because you're a single mom. Yes. I would like to say, how do you see a room for a man in your life with Hannah now that she's 12? How, like... Do you think there is room? Yes. You're so you're working two shows. Right. You're always working. I work a lot. You go pick up your daughter at school. Right. So what room would there be for me? Oh, there's plenty of room for you. The heart is a big heart. Um, although she's, you know, most of my heart, it's a different kind of love, I always say. Yeah. There's a difference between romantic love and the love I have for my daughter. So I have that place for you in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, of, of course, I'm not working 24 hours a day. So I would try and make sure that there was a way to incorporate you into all of those things that I'm doing, um, all my passions, my family, and I would try to find time to make sure that I'm a part of the things you're passionate about and the things okay. that you love as well. I would have to ask you, do you like the group U2? Do I like the group U2? I like the old U2. Like, I like the Joshua Tree U2. Well, but that's, that's the good my... news, and you know why I'm asking? Why? Because this summer, who's coming to town? U2 is. Playing right. Joshua Tree are... 2017, are... and that's where I would take you on a date next, Angie. Are you asking me for a, a date yeah, for real? Yeah, so, so, well, you and Jason. <laughs> but I mean, Oh, man, you just ruined the date. Why do we have to take another person? Husbands always ruin the dates that you're on. Don't they? Oh. I know, but he's a buddy of mine. So no, but that so I would try to move on from you know how much you like you too. I love you too. Okay, the, I like the idea of bringing up you know music. I think you tell a lot of people about but, their musical tastes. You know why? Because to be honest, because I make my big French kiss at the concert. You do. So I was gonna plan. That's where you plant one on. Yes. So so if you just say yes, let's go to you too. I said oh good, and then I knew which song are you gonna kiss me during? With or without you. Oh, oh. I can't With or without you. Yes. Okay, so let me ask you another one of these questions. (laughs) I have a list of good questions to ask. Yes. When was the last time you cried, Simon? 
Ooh, to ask that of a man because men, oh. you don't cry very often, I'm sure. I, I, a little bit when I saw the movie Fences. Fences. Denzel Washington. I heard that's a great Viola. movie. I haven't seen it. And it just got me. It got uh, you. If you haven't seen it, I don't want to tell you why, but there's a moment where everybody thinks. So that's the last time I cried a little. Okay. But the movie Fences. What about you? When it was, oh, you cried. Oh, I cried at the therapist. You cried. Uh, you I cried, this I cried when I didn't have uh, any toast for breakfast. I <laughs> cried uh, when I couldn't find my car keys. Um, crying because this segment is almost a time up and we have to come back. <laughs> but we will uh, but come back. Everything makes me cry because I'm crazy. And we're going to the concert. <laughs> and we'll go to the concert. And I, good news for you, I put out on a first date, so there we go. Ooh uh, <laughs> la la! I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that. Please. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Okay. When we come back, more questions to get to know someone on a first date, really get to know them. If you have some, please call us up and let us know your go-to questions. 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about dating and the best questions you should ask somebody on a first date to really get to know who they are. A lot of these will lead into other conversations about other things that you might not have even thought of, depending on the answers. So, Simon, yep. we're pretending that you and I are on a date. Yep. And we've been asking each other questions. I want to ask you this question. Um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Would it? Be yeah, oh, that's a great question. Um Heal. Heal other people. Oh, you would say that. My heart just melted. Oh, you heal, would say that. I think it would be the most miracle superpower to have. Like, if you go to a hospital, imagine you just touch people. They stop having cancer. You stop people blind. Heal start to people. see. That would be the biggest gift. Well, you know, the you power I would have. You kind of do heal people in a way on this show, on the rendezvous. You give advice. You help heal. We do, that's true. In a way. But I'm, I'm just the humble servant there. I, I would just think that. What about you, Angie? What would be. Uh, my um, superpower, I would want to teleport because I'm impatient uh, and I don't like to sit on an airplane for 12 hours. I would just, I would love the power to be able to say, you know what, I feel like this pizza that I had one time in Rome and just be there at that restaurant and have my pizza and then go back home, be able to teleport, just like think about it and I'm there, 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 that's there. That's a great one. Like I need to get away for a minute. Let me go on this tropical <laughs> island and relax. For a minute, that would be good. That would take away a lot of uh, stress. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, oh, we have more questions. Actually, uh, we got to wrap this up, but we have more questions. We also have somebody on the phone that wants to share their oh, yes. their favorite question when you're on a first date. Let's talk about that when we come back on the rendezvous. Welcome back to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking dating and the best questions to ask to really get to know somebody on a first date. Mm -hmm. Simon, you and I had our little date. I think it went well. Do I get a second one? You definitely get a second one. Nice. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to the phone. Somebody wants to talk about it. Tampa, Florida is on the line. Say hello to Daryl. Hey, Daryl. Hey, Daryl. Bonjour. Hey, how are you guys? We're good. good. Mr. Dater, you got a good dating question for us? I do indeed. So my favorite move that I like to do is when I'm paying for the check at the end of the date is always like to ask her how much should I tip because I feel like it's a really good way to get to know somebody based on like how generous they are being like oh like you know like don't leave them that much or leaving them a lot and I feel like it's a nice sort of like subtle way of getting their honest opinion I wonder though like I wonder if a man asked me that on a date what I would think really because I would think to myself maybe does he not know I would think that you didn't know and then that might be a turnoff. Do you feel like yeah. that might be a problem? 
I mean, I've never really come across a problem like that too much. I always feel like it's also just a good like it starts a conversation. When it comes to date, I'm thinking about romance, personality, charm, money. movies, yeah, things. I mean, the, Why? this question is so in the term of realistic, but on something that. It's just a little part of... Now you got her thinking about finances, and that's not sexy. At the end of the date. I mean, because <laughs> what happens is you, you just brought a money question at the end of the date right before the smooch. I don't know. I would find another way around that, maybe. Because I, I also wouldn't want her to think that you were clueless about it. And like, hi, have you never been to a restaurant before? Or, you don't know how to tip? Looks like you're bragging, right? Like or maybe that. If you give that. a big tip, you're the bragger. Because then like, you're showing her how much it costs. That's the, And that's very rude. So Daryl. 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 I think it's best not to ask this question anymore. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, that wasn't the best move then. Well, hey, you know what? We're just giving you a tip you can do whatever you want but i think the best keeping money out of it the best question is still about you know what kind of music you like because then you can go see concerts together and then, so, i would keep finances out of the first date yes all right thanks guys right on daryl thanks for listening thanks, to the thanks, rendezvous Darryl. thanks for calling in <laughs> more when we come back you're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, bonjour. Bonsoir. We are in the Oulala Studios. We are dishing out advice like candy tonight. <laughs> Love, romance, dating, you name it. So let's go to the phones and get some advice. We yes. have Skokie, Illinois on the phone. Let's go to Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi, Angie. Hi, Simon. Um, so tonight I, I've been thinking about this guy who goes to my church mm -hmm. and I think I sort of like him. It's it's one of these confusing things because I see him pretty often since we're in a group chat together with three of our other friends. Mm -hmm. But the thing I struggle with is when it comes to him and I talking. I think uh... I initiate those conversations first. So he's not good one-on-one. -on -one. He's good with a group. Yeah, I would say that. Okay. So you don't know you 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 really don't know if he likes you like likes you. Is that what you're wondering? Well, yeah, I don't know if he likes me, but I'm kind of developing feelings for him. So when you guys are on your group chat, are you um, talking amongst each other though, like you and him? Do you like go back and forth? Is that where the feelings are coming from, or do you just like have a crush on him and you want him to know that you do? I would I would not want him to know I like him. You don't want him to know. <laughs> Um, you know, it's just like one of those things you would rather the guy do. Make right. Make initiative first. I, think I understand. That's just like how I've grown up. Okay, so I'm going to give you the magic trick. Okay? What's the magic trick? As for women, for any women. In, there's one magic trick. Okay. When you see him at church face to face, yeah. you look. if you look at him a couple seconds too much straight in the eyes and you touch your hair, oh. Oh he my will gosh. get the message. You don't have to say anything. Just look at him <laughs> one second too long one and second smile. Too long. Take one second because I'm a guy. Mm -hmm. And I know that yeah. one second and smile. He'll and know. when the woman puts her hand in her hair and do uh -huh. like that, it's a signal that she likes me. Every man in the world knows mm -hmm. that signal. Does that make you comfortable or uncomfortable to do that with a man? Not at all. <laughs> so Not let me all. ask. Let me ask you a question. When you um, so you got you know each other through church. Aren't there some church events that happen, like some sort of mixers or dinners or I don't know yeah. gatherings? Yeah, that, that you happens guys... pretty often with our church. Are you okay with talking to him? So it sounds like you are cool with being aggressive, but you want him to be. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. I really have no problem opening up, but it's just when it comes to the two of you, how they feel about you, 
Right. I'm not going to put that out there. We don't want to look thirsty. And so Heather doesn't want to look thirsty with her guy at church. So Heather, like Simon said, just the subtle body language. Body language is everything. Yeah. And even if you look at him in the eyes, like I said, and then you laugh, you smile, you put your hand in your hair, and you can even, you know, touch his shoulder on like a... Just something very casual. Mm-hmm. You'll see how he reacts, all yeah. right? And and the way he smiles at you right back, you know, you have an intuition as a woman. Right. You'll know. So just give him the signal. Yeah. And if you're giving him, like, the, the, the cues. Flirt, the flirtatious signal. And he's not coming at you, he knows. It's kind of like okay. if you're holding. You know how um, squirrels are really skittish? If you see a squirrel somewhere, you want to pet a squirrel. Squirrels will never let you pet them. But if you hold right. out, like, a couple of nuts, like, here, I have nuts. And he doesn't come over. He sees mm-hmm. that you have food. He doesn't want to come, then. And forget it. I agree. But can I ask another question? Sure. Sure. It, if I do all of those things, which mm-hmm. I have no problem laughing at the dumbest joke, um, does that don't, make but me don't do that. too obvious? Don't laugh at the dumb jokes. It's not about the jokes. It's going to be about the signal. It's going to be when you're alone with him, like a click second. It's not about laughing at his jokes. It's about the look you look at him. Trust me. I mean, I'm a guy. I recognize that 100% and I'm never wrong. I know that. Yeah. And don't laugh at the dumb jokes because then you're just dumbing yourself down and he's going to tell you dumb jokes for the rest of your life if you end up together. And you're going to be like, why did I ever laugh at that first dumb joke? Now I'm stuck (laughs) hearing these forever. You know, maybe even like keep it light and give him. Uh, give him, you know, rib him about it a little bit. Like, that's the dumbest joke I ever heard. You're cute, but that joke is really dumb. Like, you know, he'll I like know. That. That's really, that's yeah. it. really cool. Makes sense, Heather? Makes, makes very good, good sense. All right, Heather. Are you going right, to see him at church this weekend? Yes, I will. And there's mm-hmm. a chance I'll see him this weekend. So. Ooh, la, la. Ooh, la, la. So. Ooh, la, 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 la. There you go. Tr- la, try la. the steps. Ooh, <laughs> la, la. Call us back. Email us. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, okay? call us back. We want to have the update after that. Yes. Cool. Okay. I'll think about doing that. Right, Thank you so I'll much. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, don't think about it. Just do it. Don't think about <laughs> winking. Don't think about smiling. Just do it and let us know because now all the listeners want to know too. <laughs> That's, yeah. I'll have to follow up. Let them know. All right. All right, Heather. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck to you. Thank you. Adios. Bye-bye. Adios. Au revoir. Uh, Bye, honey. Au revoir. Au revoir. (laughs) More of The Rendezvous when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Been an amazing evening in the Ooh La La studios with you, Simon. As always with you, Angie Taylor. I got a little emotional today, so I have you to, did? tonight, I got to apologize. Thanks, no, not <laughs> at all. It's beautiful when, you know, you reveal stuff like that. It's... Yeah, I was talking about going to therapy, and uh, we talked about how therapy can play into your romantic relationships, how it's working for me, and I think you had a great quote, and it's your, I think it's one of your favorite it's, quotes, because I love my it. My favorite one of my personal quote is always, clean the past to kiss the future, which means... If you take away all the bad parts, the dirt from the past, away from your life, going to therapy that way, once and for all, you talk about it. You don't put it on your partner. You don't talk, You don't put it on your parents. You don't put it on your child. You don't put it on your best friends, on your coworkers. It's gone. It's and gone. we all need to clean the past. The, the, the emotional future. clutter that's inside of so us, I'm sorry, right? And congratulations for you, Angie, for going and taking the step of Thank starting you. therapy. Thank you. It's going to be a long process, but I'll, I'll keep you aware of how things are going. <laughs> yeah, but the longer, the better you feel. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, actually. I really am. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you for that, Simon Says. That's a sure. good one. I want to make sure that everybody gets over to simonandangie.com as well. If you have any questions, if you want to do a date or dump or a bonjour, Simon Marcel, you need some advice, you can email us there. We also have tons of videos up there, uh, photos of Simon and myself, every episode of In Bed with Simon. 
guy on FYI. There's some crazy, great, fun questions and answers yes. I ask in front of the cameras. Those real couples. Don't miss it. That's right. Check us out there. At simonandangie.com. Thanks for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.